And I'm Allison Kane. We're having a lot of fun in the studio today. <laughs> Y'all, what, if you only knew the things that went on behind the scenes. Right. <laughs> it's probably best you don't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true statement. Oh, well, we're on kind of week two or three or something. Yeah. Of Proverbs 31. Mm-hmm. Again, just to recap, we're focusing on Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31, um, and looking at the virtues that are listed in those scriptures of what a virtuous woman looks like. Virtuous meaning? Virtuous meaning, I don't know, like a good person with good virtues. (laughs) (laughs) My, how far we've come. Normally you would have a definition. I'm teasing. It's Um, like... um, just a saved godly woman that loves the Lord and, and her husband and teaches her children to love the Lord. And it's just looking at characteristics. Virtues are basically characteristics yeah. of a virtuous godly woman. So what it might look like in your life when you're <laughs> applying God to all areas of your life. Okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah, the fruit that we produce. And she's As not women. meeting your children. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. So today we're going to focus on verse 11 and 12, which basically boils down to she is trustworthy mm-hmm. and she is good. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> good is like a it's just, really wide open It really is. I word. hear so many places with that. So let's start with trustworthy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, trustworthy, right? Um, that someone you can trust, Uh obviously, that you can tell your secrets to, but trust can also go deeper. Like, other people trust in your abilities. Uh Other people trust you to show up. Other people trust you to, um, I don't know, cook dinner. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that just what you texted your husband? I did. Oh, fine, babe. I'll cook dinner. I love you. (laughs) Um. And it goes beyond, I think, your family. It goes on to your friends Uh and to your community and your neighbors. Yeah. Trustworthy in how you respond to people, which I probably didn't respond to that truck driver who blew past my car and ripped my mirror off. (gasps) When? And then I had to chase him down. And I may have exceeded the speed limit and run a almost red light to catch up to him, to roll my window down and scream at him. Did he stop? He would not pull over. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You were obviously not with your husband. He would handle that. No, he, no. Cully was with me. Uh, bless his heart. I may have scarred him for life. Oh, gosh. But then he said, no, actually, Mom, that was hysterical. <laughs> I was like, but never be like me. Right? Kids, we're going to learn uh, hands-on what not to do today, Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think trustworthy too. You put others at ease. Yeah. Because they're um, not wondering like which angle are you coming from? What am I expecting out of you next? Right. That kind of help your heart that, you know, you, you don't have any expectations and um, that what stays, what is said stays with you, that sort of thing. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the attic, whatever. <laughs> um, I wonder, too, if you take this a little step further and 
For me, when it, uh, she is trustworthy, I think it also means for me that she trusts God. Mm. Not just that I'm trustworthy because to be trusted is sometimes easier than it is to actually trust others and to trust God. Oh, Would you agree? 100%. Because I thought you know, that might strike a nerve with you. There are some people... <clears throat> That like to control everything because I, I mean, they don't necessarily trust that the person was supposed, is going to do what they're supposed to do. So you just do it your daggone self. Mm, Is that talking to anybody? (laughs) I mean, that pretty much sums up most of my life. And I have recently realized, you know, I was in a situation where I would, someone was just wearing on my nerves with the amount of fret that was going on and the amount of complaining and angst that was going on and I just wanted to say would you just shut up and stop worrying about it and God is going to sort it out right um but the Holy Spirit shut my mouth so you didn't actually say that I didn't because the Holy (laughs) Spirit quickly shut my mouth let's be honest though I thought that a lot myself but I haven't said it but that's we do feel like that sometimes but here's why you're not alone because the Holy Spirit said if you didn't have your husband whom you can put all of your trust in, whom you know is always there for you, that would be who you are right now. <gasps> Conviction. Oh, it was so painful. Oh, it's so true. It's so easy, right? It's so easy easy to um, kind of be judgy. Yeah. <laughs> Not kind of be, but be judgy. And to project what we think others should do onto them or to give really good advice. And even when we're not taking it ourselves or we're not in the same situation. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like just brought it to like, Melissa, that was you 10 years ago. But now you don't worry about that because you know your husband's got it. Mm. I was like, oh. And so I sent my husband a message and said, thank Mm. you very much. And I love you. And then I prayed really hard for that person. And I would learn to shut my mouth. <gasps> I love that. See, okay, let's just stop right there for a minute. Okay. Because this is what I feel like this series is all about, Melissa. So you were not perfect in that situation. Nope, never am. <laughs> but because you have a strong relationship that is growing with the Lord, uh-huh. you recognized a flaw or a fault or you, and you felt that conviction yep. and you changed course and you went to the Lord and you were more of whatever you needed to be, right? Yes. More trustworthy, more gracious, more good, which is where we're going next. But again, not perfect, right. but moving in the right direction. Yeah. And to me, that's what this is all about. Bringing these things to the forefront and of our minds Leaning on God, not judging ourselves when we don't fully get it all right, but knowing that with each day we can get a little bit better with the Lord. Yes, thankfully. That is the perfect example. Oh, I'm glad that I got to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you though? No, I'm just kidding. I really no. am because it just this, you know, I, I feel so annoyed all the time. And yeah. I thought God was just so great to give me that little nugget. You know, that I can think about and then also give that nugget like a little filter when I see other people doing the same thing. Like, be thankful that you get to (laughs) be thankful that you get to 
experience life in a more peaceful place right now, but also recognize why. Yeah. It's not because you're so great or you're less whiny, right? Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Okay, are we done here? <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? I was having lunch with my dad, 92 years old, Aww. two weeks ago. And we had the best time. It was a beautiful day. It was sunny. And we were sitting outside um, having some Italian for lunch. And we just started talking about our lives and things that we've done and haven't done right. And he said, but you know what, Allison? I wouldn't change anything, even the bad things, Mm -hmm. because it makes me who I am. And I said, Dad, I love that, and I feel the same way. The hard stuff really does, as we spoke about last week. It refines us and literally feels like it's crushing us from every angle. But it turns into this beautiful work of art if we allow God in and crushes us into a diamond. If we allow. Right. The process to occur. Yes. And if we do the hard work. Yes. And if we go through the pain. Oh. And if we sort through the mess. Mm. It's way easier to just distract yourself with other stuff but that's not where you're gonna get the change that's right so I feel like if you're in this rut and you feel like I keep bumping my head against the same wall I just keep the same thing keeps happening I don't know why and you find yourself complaining about the same stuff I say write it down and sit with God for a hot minute and say all right God clearly you are trying to teach me a lesson I'm missing and it (laughs) might take more than a hot minute yeah I think a hot minute can be seen as a short thing or I don't know have you ever done hot yoga uh, no I Ooh, will not you love. know I only exercise in climate controlled environments <laughs> hot <laughs> yoga is a climate control but they make it super hot I mean like <laughs> air-conditioned climate controlled to my to my control <laughs> I don't know it's stifling oh, to think about it. so the next one that really flows into she is good Mm. Which um, is verse 12, you know, good to who, right? I mean, that's got to be everybody. Good to her husband and her children and to everyone else and strangers. And, um, But I think, of course, good to God mm. with whatever that looks like. But I think good to herself would be an that important one to add. Yes, I do think that that is the hardest for women sometimes. I think it's for a lot of people, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to say this and, and, um, let me pray. Hang on. Am I allowed to say this? Yeah. So my husband, <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't think about it, you guys, cause I don't want to like step out in, in a bad place. So my husband, he built a deck, um, way in the beginning of quarantine. And, um, he always says, Hey babe, I built this deck for you. Do you love the deck? I built this for you. Well, the truth is he wanted the deck. He laid out the deck. He designed it, and I said, I mean, I do love the deck, but I said, babe, you work really hard. It is okay for you to want a deck and to build it for yourself. You deserve that. But how many men feel like they're going to do something but say, oh, this is for, you know, this is for you. He'll say that to me. Oh, I bought that for you. That's right. Babe. Because he doesn't feel like it should be for him. Right. Please. It's for you, too. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, to enjoy together. Right. You know, on those great nights, not when it's as cold as oh, today. Oh, we got a little heat of brown air. Oh, nice. Yep. Anyway, so that was a little side note that some people have a hard time, even men, you know. Absolutely. And I think um, 
you know, th- this brings me back to those verses in Matthew 25, I think it's 25, 40, where, it, you know, Jesus talks about, um, whatever you've done for the least of these, you've done for me. Yeah. If you see, saw somebody hungry, you, fe- you know, you fed them and it's like, what? We, we never did that. What? But he's like, whatever you do to the least of these, you've done for me. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, we haven't fed you, Jesus. We haven't clothed you, Jesus. But he's like, when you help all these other people and you're being good to them. Yeah. You are being good for me, to me. And so, you know, that's that's a twofer. I love a twofer because <laughs> I'm all about efficiency. And so I think if yeah, you're you like me, I do love efficiency. I love to like buy a gift that, you know, like poinsettias. Mm-hmm. We usually give our little neighbor friends a little Christmas something, Uh a little treat on the porch every year. And this year, Cully's freshman uh, class was selling poinsettias. And I was like, I will buy poinsettias that help the school that I give to my friends to give Christmas cheer. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. So if we could look at it being good, being good to anyone, being good of course, to our husbands, being good to our friends, being good to our children, to our neighbors, to strangers, we're being good to the Lord too. Mm-hmm. Twofer. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I kind of hadn't thought about it in that way, but before, I mean, I know that Matthew says these verses, but you kind of think it has to be, you see a hungry person and you have to give them food and that counts, but any kind of goodness, a kind word, it's just like our December, December month of giving that it we did. It was so fun, yes. It was fun. And all of those little things I love, like listening ear, a, a coffee, a flower on a porch, a card, an encouraging word, any of those things, all good, all good things. Yeah. You know, if we could just keep those up. And every single one of those things, if we look back now on the calendar, it wasn't just for that person. It was for the Lord, too. Yeah. It's like a double check. And it brought you joy while you were doing it. Totally. Third check. <laughs> right? Holy cow. It's a threefer. It's a threefer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, it doesn't get more efficient than that. And so I love this one. I think I had not until we verbalized all of that. I mean, she is good. Sounds kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like she is good. I'm like, no, uh, I did everything I could to not be that person. Yeah. But it's so much deeper than that, and mm-hmm. it helps not just us and fills our hearts and our buckets, but the person that we're being good to and the Lord. And I think, too, when we become the hands and feet mm-hmm. of Jesus, when we are doing these good things, when we are his plan A and we're able to encourage and help others and, and be that light for them, um we grow stronger in our faith and we grow, you know, so much closer to him in a different kind of way because we realize, oh my gosh, the Lord can use me too for these things. Right. Even me. Even me. <laughs> we just had that conversation last week. Um, I just had some moments in my life last week. If you recall, I just called you. I was so teary eyed. Yes. I was like, I just can't believe that something so simple as a phone call could have this ripple effect and just be this amazing blessing that will carry on forever. Y'all, I wish we could give you all the details of this, but I just want to say an encouraging word, a card, a phone call, 
that you may feel really uncomfortable making or being put in a certain situation could save a life. Yeah. And just literally save a life. Just the fact that it was something, just a phone call. Right. And you sit there and go, my gosh, how important is this really? Um, Very important. And fortunately, you got to realize that. Because right? we because don't always. We don't always. Yeah. In this situation, it was like, wow. I mean, a slap in the face, like, holy cow. Yeah. That one simple thing started altered this the course right. of, yes, so many people's lives in amazing ways. And it was such a simple thing. It doesn't have to be the big things. Like, yeah. good can be simple. Yeah. Which is why we did the 25 days of giving to make people realize even ourselves it does it's not all about a ton of money or a ton of time. Mm-hmm. It's these simple acts of kindness. Yeah. That we are giving to others. We're giving good to others. We're giving joy to others. We're giving hope to others. And you know, in heaven it'll be cool because we will get to see all the ripple effects that we've created. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I encourage you that, you know, if you're, I'm, I think last, you know, week we talked about, um, she is valuable. And oftentimes we look at valuable and we think, well, she's got all these great attributes. She could be valuable because she answered her phone. Oh, yes. She could be valuable because somebody's name passed through her mind and she decided to send a text. Right. Yeah. And then that person becomes the trustworthy friend that you need via text, via phone call, via an email, whatever. I don't know. It's just pretty cool. It is. It's like allowing that goodness of God, Mm. right? His goodness to flow through us. He uses us as his vessel. And, um, And we just, when we're rooted in him and in his word, that is so much easier because we recognize those little nudges and we're more, <laughs> once you experience mm-hmm. like a crazy ripple effect, then you kind of, I become addicted to listening right. to the Holy <laughs> Spirit, which is, um, I don't, I'm not, again, not always perfect, but it's like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to do that right now because I don't want to miss out on being God's plan A and who knows what this can do. And it's not about, oh, I want to see what I can do because half the time you never know. Right. But it's like, holy cow, okay, working for God, working for God. I'm like, (laughs) it gets so exciting because he can do the grandest, the biggest things. He can move mountains Mm. with the smallest of actions on our part. Yes. And that's your experience from last week is living proof of that. I mean, it is, it can blow your mind what the Lord can do but we just have to be obedient and listen and let his goodness flow through us on to that person and hear me say listening ear that was all it was Mm. listening ear and a little bit of wisdom from God and then hands off there was nothing else I could do that's the other thing you get to just play your role if you're the tree in the pageant go be the tree and be real good at it but don't try to go. Don't try to be the prince. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't worry about being the prince. Just be the tree. Yeah. I'm probably more like the rock. 
but in in the corner that has to move around. Maybe a smiling rock. Yeah. But I mean, like, don't. We can't then take ownership of it. Whatever it right. is. Right. Oh, yeah. All the glory to the Lord, for sure. But when I say that, I'm not saying like, oh, look what I did. But I'm saying more like, oh, my gosh, I did that good thing for you. What are, are you not going to go? do the right next step what you're not going to take the next step this is the right next step hello <laughs> you, you you don't get to do that right it's like getting yeah, and a- sometimes you know you you handed that off you handed that wisdom off that nudge from the lord off to someone and it was up to them yeah it could have had a totally different outcome but it landed on fertile soil yeah and something came from it but it's not to say that you would be at fault. We just have to do our part. Yes. We just have to be good. We just have to do good. Um, we can't be in charge of the other person's response. Daggummit. Just Let's thinking just, how great this role would be if everyone just listened to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My mom and I will say that. We're like, well, yeah, if they, if they would just do what we say, everything would be fine. We don't know why they don't listen to us. Or, of course, things like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we hope you've gotten something out of today. All right, we'll see you next week on The Center and the Saint.